We will never do any of these lockdowns um, again, and we will never do any of these lockdowns um, again, and we will never do any of these lockdowns um, again. Welcome everyone to a special episode of Right All Week. I am your giddy host, my name is Dave, and if you would like to connect with us on all of the usual social media places, you can do that with the username at Right All Week. If you would like to send us an email, the address is rightallweek at gmail.com. If you're listening to the audio podcast, then please, if you can, give us a positive review, and if we're still on YouTube, then please give us a like, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications, and on all of the social platforms, all of the resources. Please do share, connect us with the like-minded and the not like-minded. It's good for you, it's good for us, it's good for everyone. So please do it for the society at large. And then, yeah, let's hit this topic. I'm very excited about this. I wasn't expecting it. It makes me feel good. It's good for all of us. Hey, where it looks like Florida is, uh, it's a bastion of sanity. Yes. So it's good because, hey, I was talking about these things just yesterday. It was in my last video. Uh, I, I mentioned it in the band video, the one that got yanked talking about, hey, there's different people saying different things, and then I got in trouble, and I even said it in my response to the, van, the band video. I'm like, different health experts in different locations are saying different things, and I cannot be held responsible for the things that are being said in different places by the different, you know, the different authorities in different regions around the world. But here I am, and I was thinking like, Hey, Mr. YouTubes, have you checked to see what they're saying in all of the different places around the world? Did you bother to check and see what they're saying right where I am? Well, now here we know what they're actually saying where I am. And uh, now that I've posted my video yesterday talking about what they're saying in the UK, well, now they're going to be saying they're saying the same thing here in my homeland. We are not doing any more lockdowns. And in the same uh, special, the same official announcement, where the governor was saying it's not going to happen. We had the task force scientist, Mr. Uh, he's from Stanford and he's from Hoover Institute, Dr. Uh, Scott Atlas. He was there and, oh man, he gave a super speech in response to some of the questions that were there. And it felt like it was, well, let me be honest. It wasn't to validate me specifically but I couldn't help feeling validated if I'm just being really honest with you guys. And yeah, it's good for me to be honest. But that's really what was happening. He was, he was just checking off all kinds of boxes. And honestly, one of my favorite parts is when he just starts listing off a bunch of what he calls our peer countries. People that he considers or, well, that all of us kind of consider to be like on the level with us. And he's saying, hey, these are our peer countries and they're not doing the same things that we are. And he's going off about like, hey, they're not holding their children hostage. They're not holding their educations hostage. And he's like, they're sending their children back to school and we need to do the same thing. But he also references like some other big stuff. I'm thinking, okay, I probably, if I don't, it's probably because um, I've, there's an issue and there's a reason that I didn't. Well, I will do this. I'm going to link the video that I'm citing into the description for this video, but I'm going to try to put some of his speech at the end of this video. But the, my favorite parts about his speech, he talked about how 
the threat level that the seasonal influenza presents is pretty much the same as what we are seeing right now. And that we don't shut the economy down and we don't shut schools down because we, we look at the data and we compare the cost of that. It doesn't make sense to us because the cost is too high so we don't want to pay that cost. And he's referring to things like, you know, the side effects, the lives, and the detriment. He, he lists a lot of things and says that it's not the, the cost to benefit. He says we can't do it. So, and, and because it's really great, it's really high, and how long we have to shut it down, basically from like November to March, just to combat the influenza. And then it's a really interesting number that he points out. He says it's 0.3%, which if you've seen my previous video, the ones that got banned and the ones one that I did in response to the one that got banned, I said outside of the nursing homes, that's actually about where we are, population death with COVID, that's the same number, 0.3%. So, and that's what we see seasonally with influenza. So uh, that's something that stuck out to me. And he's saying that's about where we are right now. That's where we. That's something that we typically see, and it's something that we just can't do. And it's not. It's something that no, uh, none of our peer countries are doing. They're all going back to school. We need to go back to school. We can't shut the country down. We aren't going to do it. And then yes, our governor here says in Florida, we are never going to do it again. And then yeah, Atlas when he got up there, also talking about hey, uh, the the kids, the detriment that it faces, and then some of the other costs of when kids aren't in school, the fact that there were all of a sudden all of these other side effects and naming some of the big things like, oh, there were hundreds of thousands of abuse cases that just suddenly poof, they were all gone. And it's like, we can't pretend like these abuses aren't happening. They're, they were happening, but we have lost our primary source of contact to identify these abuses. And so we need to bring these kids back in and we have a much better way of uh, dealing with the safety of making sure, yeah, there are people who are vulnerable so we will deal with the vulnerable people and then make sure that we're also taking care of these other risks that need to be addressed, mainly the abuse of the children, which is not being handled while the schools are shut down. Name some other things, but they also dealt with transmission when it comes to the kids and say, hey, you know what? Actually, we have zero cases, zero cases of transmission from COVID of children to adults. Now, it doesn't, that's not to say it doesn't go the other way around, which is why they actually changed a lot of the ways that they educate, say, yeah, we do see it happening from adults to children, but we don't have any from children to adults. So uh, that's the way that they've changed the rules. But uh, they, there's so, so many things that he went over. And so this press conference was a big win. It's huge. It's full of facts. And it's coming from the right places because, yeah, this guy's on the task force. He talked about the way they're changing the rules for the CDC and the way that they're changing the testing regulations and the fact that that was something that all of the people in the task force and everybody over at the CDC, that it was a, a unanimous change in regulation because it was important to change some of the, the targeting. And this is something that I personally was picking on in my most recent video. I feel like, oh my, I, I, it was important to get this information out there, but it was almost like, hey, it was almost a day too soon because the things that I was promoting, trying to get out there and say, we need to refocus, we need to retool, we need to get make sure that we're protecting the vulnerable and change our strategies because the strategies are so, so general 
that we actually haven't been protecting the vulnerable because we've been too concerned with the general and not actually targeting those who are vulnerable and the vulnerable by not actually suffering because of it. And that's some of what the messaging has been. And, uh, but they talked about this at the conference too, the fact that Florida has been unique in their ability to protect the vulnerable. And uh, we've actually had some of the best numbers down here, which is absolutely fantastic, but I don't think I need to go into all of that. Uh, but one of the other things I did wanna talk about today, I referenced this in a previous video, and uh, I think it kinda, it makes everybody's numbers everywhere really interesting, uh, because even though we're talking about the drops in cases everywhere, and we've got a really good ratio down here when it comes to the, how many cases we've got and how low our deaths are. And, and everything's plummeting. All of the trends, everybody's trends are really great right now because the hospitals are dropping, ICUs are dropping, on, and even the tests of uh, how many people's tests are coming back positive, those are all dropping. And these were things that uh, Governor got up there and he was just per sharing all of his positive figures as he thought. But it all makes it, you just really wonder what's really going on when we hear about what I shared with yesterday's article, or I shared it yesterday, I don't remember the exact date that it was published, but the New York Times published this piece about the numbers of positives and saying that our tests are actually too sensitive. And this, this gets really science heavy, and most of us really don't understand what we're saying when we talk about things about PCR. But what it really means is that the tests are actually too sensitive, and the sensitivity rate should be PCR 33. Now, if you know your COVID history and you're thinking all the way back to March and the guy who was the, the world-renowned disease expert by the name of Didier, well, I'm not really good with foreign languages. I apologize. I'm probably not saying these guys' names properly. Didier Rualter is a... Anyhow, this guy was famous before. He was a disease expert. And he originally was the first guy to say that hydroxychloroquine, because of its previous history, how it was helpful in treating these respiratory diseases in the past, was going to be beneficial in treating these diseases now. And everybody thought that, wow, this is so much wonderful news. We love how this guy is helping us, this Mr. Disease expert. And, and nobody con had any issue with what he said. Everybody was appreciative of what he said until, and you probably guessed and see where I'm going, until somebody by the name of President Donald Trump cited this man's information at a press briefing in the United States. And then, thanks to the media and self-proclaimed fact checkers, then his information kind of got, uh, well, we decided to crucify him in public, and then the guy got, uh, his resume got gutted, and now all of a sudden he's just been discredited. But for decades, he was world-renowned, and everybody loved him. And even for like a month or so, even the hydroxychloroquine theory was panning out to be fantastic, and they call it a wonder drug in India and China. And now it's been high, highly politicized since then. And um, I have an official article that you can check that out somewhere else. But that's not the reason I'm bringing it up now. Because the same man also talked about PCR and testing. And that we should be using a sensitivity rate, PCR 33. 
Now we are in the here now, what we've been using when we're testing, we've been going all the way up to 37, which actually is much, much higher. And it takes you past the contagion rate. You shouldn't be going that far. It's basically considered uh, you're past the point. You're, you're not getting, you're not finding somebody who has the ability to, it's not contagious. You're not spreading. You're not getting other people sick. You may have had a something of the virus. You may have fought it off or whatever else. I'm not, I can't tell you exactly all this. I'm not the doctor. I'm not the scientist. I don't understand how all of that works. But what the point is, somebody beyond, if you're picking up a trace beyond 33, you're not talking about somebody who is going around and getting other people sick. That's the point. But we're testing in the United States. Our labs are testing to all as high as 40. Not all labs are doing 40. Not all labs are doing 37. 37 to 40, which is way past 33. So now we're looking at effectively between 40 and 90% too high, too sensitive, too far gone. That's And uh, 40 to 90% too many positive in our country. Now that throws all the numbers off, which is crazy. How many positives do we have that we shouldn't have? Somewhere between 40 and 90%. Now these are the state labs. These aren't all the labs. These are not all the positives. That really makes it really hard to figure out how many of these so-called cases. And we've been hearing about cases, cases, cases for months and months and months. Now this is not something, this doesn't come from one of your right wing, one of your conspiracy theory sources. This comes from the New York Times and a scientist who's very much interested in testing, testing, testing. He's not saying, oh, we should stop testing. This guy actually wants to test more, but he also wants to make sure that we're testing correctly. And it's interesting that this guy agrees with the now discredited disease expert who also said hydroxychloroquine was a good way to treat the disease. But you can do with that information what you want to do with that. But I think that this stuff is very inf interesting information that we could be uh, throwing in our COVID pots as we see how things are going. But my favorite news of the day is now that I'm living here in Florida and I can rest assured that I won't have to worry about lockdown, staying in my home and not having options about where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do and whether or not I'm going to be able to get the things that I need to survive any longer because thank you, Mr. DeSantis. I can, uh, I know that I can go out and get what I need for my family. God bless you, sir. And uh, may your home increase. May the Lord bless you, shine his face upon you and that uh, you have blessings beyond your imagination. Hey guys, if you finished this video, I really appreciate you. I hope that you will continue to watch these, that you will continue to share them and that you will come back and watch more of these. This is Right All Week and I am Dave and this is where we talk about what's right, how it's right and why it matters. We will never do any of these lockdowns um, again.